some of my non-Catholic friends, I don't have many, but some of my friends that are not Catholic, that are uh, just a different Christian denomination, sometimes we get into discussions or talks, and one thing that has come up, uh, you know, comes up often is they say that, um, you know, you don't need works in order to be saved, right? You don't have to work for your salvation. You just have to have faith in Jesus, and as long as you have faith in Jesus, then you're saved. And, you know, and that you'll, get, you'll be able to get to heaven. So no works, no actions are necessary, just faith. And I tell them that that contradicts the scripture verses, that contradicts the Bible. In fact, St. Paul in today's reading says, If you have all faith, so to move mountains, but you do not love, I am nothing. Right? And so love is a type of work. Love is a type of action. I can't just say that I love without actually proving it, without actually working at it. And so how I demonstrate that I love is through my faith in Jesus. And so there's a difference when we talk about love. There's a lot of talk about love. As we talk about love, there's a difference between what the world says love is and what we believe love is as Christians, as Catholics, right? The world says that love is a feeling and that you can do whatever makes you happy and you only live once and, you know, who cares what people say, that you should be able to do you and don't let anyone tell you otherwise. That That is what love is. It's a feeling. And if you're not feeling good, if you don't feel in love, with a person, your job, or whatever the circumstances may be, then you're, you're, you're out of love, right? That it's this type of feeling. As Christians, we say that love is not a feeling, that it's a sacrifice. And I know that we know that and we say that, but that love is a sacrifice, and sacrifices don't feel good, whether it's something very big or something very small. And we always look to Jesus as what the model of love is. I tell married couples when they stand here, I say, the reason you're standing here and you're staring that way is not looking at the priest. You're staring at the cross. And you're starting to remind yourself what marriage is, that it's going to be a sacrifice. It's not going to feel good. You're not just looking at the priest. There's a reason why you're staring at the, the, the crucifix. is because that's what love looks like. So when your love starts to maybe not be strong... When you say, you know what, I'm just not feeling this anymore. Or, you know what, I don't know if I love you anymore. So the, the world says, you can go. You know, you can just get on with your life and find somebody else. And so it's a reminder as Christians, what do we believe love is? It's what Jesus did on the cross. That did not feel good, it was a sacrifice. And so St. Paul tells us today what the, world, what the work of love looks like and what type of lovers we really are. Today's a day to take an inventory on what type of lover am I? We have to be lovers, brothers and sisters, in order for us to get to heaven. We have to be lovers. And again, love is an action. I can't just say, I love people, I love God, I love this person, I love that person. But it's an action, and actually, I have to be able to show it. So since love is an action, a type of work that manifests itself through other actions. So St. Paul actually tells us today, if we actually insert our name in the different components of what love, what love looks like, we can determine, are we good lovers or are we not good lovers? Right? So, for example, love is patient. I should stop and ask myself, Brian, are you patient with everyone except Father Patrick? But are you patient? Hustle, he gets under my nerves. But anyway, it's been a few months. We can talk about him, right? So, love is patient. Brian, am I patient? And if the answer is no... Right? If the answer is no, then I have to work on patience to prove that I have love. I can't just say, I love, I love, I love, I love. Patience is a root component of what love looks like in my daily life. Next, love is kind. Am I kind? 
to those people that I work with, the people that I see on a daily basis, the people that are on the road, the people that are in my own family, my spouse, my children. If I'm not kind, then I have to say, no, I'm not kind. So I must work on being kinder in order to prove that I have love. Love is not jealous. Am I jealous? And if the answer is yes, I have to work on being less jealous to prove that I have love. Because I can say I have love all day. But jealousy is a component of not loving. St. Paul says, love is not arrogant. Am I arrogant? Do I always talk about myself? Am I always looking for an opportunity to prove myself to others? And if I'm doing that, then I don't have love yet. And I have to work at that. Because I need love in order to get to heaven. Love is not rude. Am I rude? And if the answer is yes, I have to work on being less rude to prove that I have love. Love does not seek its own interest, St. Paul says. Am I seeking my own interest? Am I always concerned about me? I don't really want to go out of my way for other people. And if, my, if, if that's the case, then if, if love does not seek my own interest and I'm interested in what I want, when I want it, on my time frame, right? If that's the answer, then I have to say, you know what? I have to be less interested in my own needs if I want to prove that I have love. And finally, St. Paul says, love is not quick-tempered. Do I lose my temper quickly? If I'm losing my temper quickly, at home, at work, again, on the road, wherever it might be, if I'm quick-tempered, yes. If the answer is yes, I'm quick-tempered, then I have to work on my temper to prove that I have love. So these components are how we look at it and say, you know what, I'm a good lover, or I need to grow and love even more. And so we can hear all of this today, and we, we, we can hear all of this today, and we can say, as we're going through the different works of proving our love, we can say, man, I, 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 out, of those, out of those nine that Father Brian talked about, seven of them, I'm not patient, I'm not kind, I am kind of rude. So as we can look at all these different things, we can get a little discouraged. We can say, that's a lot. And we can feel discouraged about that, but I want to suggest just three practical ways to keep in mind to become better lovers and not get discouraged. Number one, that we don't have to work on being better lovers alone. Oftentimes we hear these components and we say, okay, I have to be more patient. I have to be more kind. I have to be less interested in myself. I have to be less rude. And then we depend on ourselves and we fall flat on our face because we can't do it. So first, we have to remember that in order to become better lovers, we don't have to do it alone. If we want to be better lovers and get to heaven, then we go to the source of love, which is Jesus. We have to remember that God is love. As much as we talk about love and we want to be better lovers, that God is love. The Bible is very clear. We hear in 1 John chapter 4, Beloved, let us love one another because love is of God. Everyone who loves is begotten and made by God. So remember, I want to be a better lover. I want to get to heaven. I go to God because God is love. God, Jesus Christ, love himself, walked the earth 2,000 years ago. So as I spend more time with him in prayer, I'll be a better lover. As I'm going to receive him in the Eucharist and say, you know what, I'm not patient, Jesus. I am not kind. My heart needs to be changed. You are the source of love and I'm receiving you, Jesus, in the Eucharist. I want to be a better lover and through you in the Eucharist, I'll be a better lover. We depend on ourselves and that's why we fall flat on our face. And because God is love, when St. Paul says love is patient, love is kind, love is this, then we have to remember, if God is love, then God is patient. Because love is patient, so that means that God is love. God is patient with us. 
God is kind. God is not jealous. God is not arrogant. Jesus is not rude. He doesn't seek his own interest. He's interested in us and our salvation. And he's interested in us becoming better lovers. Jesus, God, is not quick-tempered. So as I say, okay, I want to be less quick-tempered. I want to be kind. I want, when, I, when we look at the components of love, well, Jesus, you're all these things. You are love. I come to you. You're the source of love. We don't have to do it by ourselves. So number one, we don't have to do it by ourselves. Number two is focus on one of the proofs of, of love listed by St. Paul. And the others will come together automatically. We can hear love is patient, love is kind, love is this, love is this, love is this. All these components and we can say, where do I start? It could be overwhelming. Start with one. And if I start with one, then the others will get better automatically. In other, my pers- I personally think that one of the ones that uh, I didn't mention, but uh, that I left till this, till this point is, St. Paul says, I, he says, love does not brood over injury. My opinion, if we were, if we brooded less over injury, which I'll explain what that means, he says, love does not brood over injury. If we did that less, then I'll be more patient. I'll be more kind. I will think of myself less. The other components will fall together. So when he talks about brooding over injury, right, as one of the proofs of love, what does that mean, right? In another translation, it means love does not keep record of wrongs. We are excellent record keepers of people who have done us wrong. My sisters and my brothers and my next door neighbor and my coworker and my boss and my mother superior and the bishop and this priest. We, do ex- we, are, we are amazing record keepers. We're like certified public accountants when it comes to who has done us wrong. And we brood over those injuries over and over and over and over and over again. And St. Paul says love does not brood over injury. Love does not keep record of wrongs. And if we just worked more on that, then I'll be more patient. I will be more kind. I will be more loving. Because that's the ultimate goal in order for me to get to heaven. And I continuously remind people that, right? I tell people, you know, you have to forgive. Don't brood over injury. If you brood over injury, then this is only going to hurt you. It's a poison that you're taking into your own soul. And stop doing that. And they say, and, and you have to forgive. And they say, Father, I have forgiven the person who has wronged me. And I ask them in return, but do you love them? Because to forgive is one thing, but to love them is something completely different. Right? Love them doesn't mean they're my best friend that I call them and I talk to them every single day. But to love them means I'm patient with them, that I'm kind when I see them. I don't turn around and walk away and pretend that I don't see them. Right? We say we forgive. But in reality, we have to ask ourselves, do I love them? And again, it doesn't mean that I feel good to love somebody. Somebody who's hurt me, that's not natural to just love them. But again, it's not a feeling. Love is a sacrifice. It's not a feeling to love somebody. I may not like that person, but I am called to love everybody because St. Paul talks about that. And it means, right, it means, it doesn't mean that it feels good about loving somebody, but it does mean that I have stopped keeping a record of the way they have done me wrong. It means I'm no longer brooding over injury because love does not brood over injury. So if we focus on this one, I believe that if we're rooted in this injury of being taking record, then it's going to manifest itself in other ways of impatience, kind, rude, fill in the blank. And if we stop making a record of wrongs again by my spouse, children, boss, relatives, 
then I'll be more patient, more kind, less jealous, less rude, so on and so forth. And finally, besides, we don't have to do it alone. And besides focusing on one of the components of proof of love versus all of them, finally, surrender to allow Jesus to love others through us. Right? To surrender means, Jesus, I give you access. I don't like this person, Jesus. This person has hurt me. I don't like them. I am impatient with them. I do not want to be kind to them. I don't like them, Lord. But Jesus, I give you permission to love them through me because for some reason I have no idea, but you love my mother-in-law. I have no idea why because she's a little, you know, but you love her. I don't know why, but you do. I'm struggling. I don't even like her, let alone love her. I give you permission, Jesus. I'm on my way to her house and I give you permission to love her through me. And everything changes. I'm going to see this person at church and I know that I'm kind of like in this, you know, I don't know where we stand and I just want to hurry up and leave the church or I, I want to pretend I don't see them. No, Jesus, I'm going to see this person at church and I give you permission, Jesus, I don't like them. You do love them. Love them through me. I give you permission, Jesus, love them through me. We will be better lovers and we will change this world. There's a statistic recently that one in four adults don't speak to their parents. So a quarter of us in this room do not talk to our family members. Why? Because we are not a... Yeah, I forgive them, Father. I forgive them, Father. I forgive them, Father. But we have not given permission for Jesus Christ, the source of love, to love those people through us who can be intolerable often, who are a pain in the you-know-what. There's kids here, I won't say it. So get out of the way and surrender because that's how we'll be better lovers. So brothers and sisters, love is a type of work. It is an action and not a feeling. And it is through our work of demonstrating our love that we prove we have faith in Jesus and we are on our way to heaven. Three practical things to keep in mind to become better lovers is not get dis to not get discouraged. Number one, we don't have to work on being better lovers alone. We go to the source of love, Jesus Christ. Number two, we focus on one of the proofs of love listed by St. Paul. Specifically and mainly, do not brood over injury. And finally, we surrender and allow Jesus to love others through us because we can't do it. And many of us will come forward to receive Jesus in the most holy Eucharist today. What will Jesus find in your soul and what will he find in my soul? Will Jesus find a soul that looks like love himself, Jesus Christ, since that soul knows that they don't have to work on being a better lover by themselves, doesn't keep a record of injury, and allows Jesus to love others through them because they just can't do it by themselves? Or will Jesus find a soul that doesn't look like love himself, Jesus Christ, since they try to love by themselves, keeps record of injuries from others, and doesn't allow Jesus to love others through them? Brothers and sisters, as we take this inventory, we sit here for a minute and make a decision. I am tired of not loving because it only hurts me. I am a follower of Jesus Christ, the source of love. I have to look differently. So today we make a decision, Jesus, love through me. Amen?